Hey everyone, welcome to Unpacking Perspectives. I'm your host, Nicole Davison, and today I wanted to reflect on where I am today versus when I started this podcast. When I came up with the name Unpacking Perspectives, I did so because I felt that we as a society had lost our ability to respectfully agree to disagree. Maybe it's my age and my firm belief that anything is possible if you work hard, be a good person, and respect everyone as you would want to be respected. But when I started this podcast, I was growing more and more frustrated with the division taking shape across our country. Even in my own community, it was slowly turning into the us versus them mentality, and I found myself stepping back and thinking, wait, why can't we just respect each other's differences? And when I say differences, I've always meant differences in perspective. We all come from our own foundations, and to expect everyone to agree on everything is a very unrealistic expectation. But where did we lose the ability to listen and consider other points of view rather than continually shouting down those of opposition? At least that's what often happens on social media, which is why I often take a break from all the social media platforms, something that isn't hard for my generation, but for the younger ones, it can be really hard because that's all they know. So today I want to talk about change how we've changed, how I've changed. You know, the last few years have truly changed us as a society. I know for me, going through the last few years really enabled me to take a step back, to really reflect on my life, my purpose, what's important and what's not. This year, I've really tried to be more intentional while continuing to balance work, family, friendships, I've learned to give myself grace, and I've found ways to find peace within a time in my life that can often feel very out of control. I've struggled. I've found balance only to lose it for a little while, but isn't that the way? I'm continuing to learn. I'm definitely learning. Something that I can only hope for my own circle, whether it be my family, my friends, my colleagues, my students. I've definitely become more humble. And to some degree, I've become somewhat introverted, and I've even found myself sometimes frustrated with those that aren't, which is basically who I have always been, an extrovert. Maybe that sounds a little judgy, but I don't know. I almost feel like this year, sometimes I don't even care. I've learned that I really don't like being around people that have big egos or show arrogance towards others. I found it much easier than I've ever imagined to simply walk away from energy that simply doesn't feel right. I've found incredible people in my life whose friendship has stood the test of time. Some of them I haven't even seen in a while, but we don't run a checklist. We know that our core, our foundation will never be shaken. As I see what many young people cope with, especially the young men and women of the current high school and college generation, I can only hope that they continue to find ways to cope with all that's being thrown at them and to find deep friendships. You know, it's amazing. Our world is changing so quickly. Industries, career paths, academic expectations, societal influences. I hope that they can all learn to pivot 
when they need to, and that they can learn to stand their ground with integrity and purpose. Because I don't know how much of that they're learning in school right now. Since the start of the COVID pandemic, we all changed. We all changed. Remember when there were mask mandates and vaccine mandates? Remember how there were some in your life that were on one side and some completely on the other? And you know what? That's the beauty of our country. Each and every one of us has the God-given rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At least that's what I've always known to be true from my own perspective as an American. Remember how uncomfortable some situations were? How we'd spray down our groceries, stand six feet from our neighbors, order groceries online. Totally still doing that. Not standing six feet, but I'm totally still ordering groceries online. And I don't know if I'm ever going to want to go back to Stop and Shop. I don't care. There, I said it. I love Instacart. But honestly, during that time, what I didn't understand was why it was so hard for some individuals to appreciate that not everyone was on the same page. There were some that were so terrified of the virus, they did everything and anything they could to feel safer. There were also some that refused to be told what they had to do to be able to function in a free society. As far as I'm concerned, as long as we weren't infringing on each other's individual freedoms, why couldn't both of these be okay? As I've often said, you could not possibly imagine what someone else has been through in their own lives simply by looking at them. Remember growing up, we learned never judge a book by its cover. Why are we suddenly doing that? So again, I'm going to talk about change. I've changed. You know, I said before, we've changed as a society. I've changed as a person this year. I've changed so much more than I even imagined. Not only at the start of this year, but at the start of this podcast. I think I talked about this a little bit, but many of you know I've turned 50 this year. And on the eve of my 50th birthday, I wrote a blog entry on my Finding Her Sparkle blog. I don't know if everybody knows that. I actually, I have a blog. (laughs) I don't write very often because I've found over the years that I prefer to talk rather than write. But sometimes when I really have a lot on my heart, I'll just sit down and I'll write and I shared it the night before my birthday. But I wanted to read it to all of you as it does have some significance to today's episode. And as often, when I read something that is something I printed out, you're going to hear the papers rustling. So bear with me here. I will put the link to my blog in the show notes. But, you know, if you just Google finding her sparkle, you'll probably find it. I've had it for a couple of years. And the title of it is called This is 50. And this is how it goes. I'm turning 50 this Monday, April 24th. Yes, it's a huge milestone, a cause for celebration. Many of my dear friends are also celebrating this huge birthday within this year of 2023. Some of us even went away this past October to celebrate together. It was incredible and an experience I will never forget. And I continue to feel such gratitude to have shared part of this year with some of the most incredible women I know. But leading up to my actual birthday, I haven't felt like celebrating, not because I feel old. On the contrary, I could not feel more joyous, gratitude, and empowered to reach this age. But reaching this age has left me feeling scared, sad, emotional, sometimes resentful, 
and quite frankly, at times I feel completely and utterly alone. While I shouldn't feel this way, as I have a beautiful family and supportive friends, these feelings came up somewhat unexpected, even though I kind of expected them, if that even makes sense. It still kind of caught me off guard. While some might say I should practice gratitude or be thankful for my health and my life and my family and everything else that I'm reminded often to be thankful for, I'm feeling somewhat deflated and inadequate. For this week, as I approach 50, I'm going to approach it rather reflectively, empathetically, and as I often try to do with all that I write about, provide a perspective to either help someone else feel less alone or share an insight to help others understand. I have been without my mom for 35 years. Being in the Mother's Daughters Club is something that I have often said I would wish on no one. But nonetheless, it is a club that I have met some of the most empathetic, understanding, and supportive women. For that, I'm thankful. To some degree, I've been avoiding people for a few months, as my birthday has approached and the genuine questions of what will you do to celebrate or are you doing anything fun take over. I'm left feeling extremely out of place. Sometimes when asked that question, I've wanted to hide under a rock. I learned a long time ago, most don't want to hear about my struggles being motherless. And while it's not a huge part of my identity, there are times that I'm reminded by a select few that all of what I feel is very normal for someone that not only lost her mother young, but did so in a very traumatic way. Additionally, back then, we didn't talk about it. We just moved on. Back then, you never heard about balance and mental health. You just moved forward with very few questions. I was very lucky to have incredible friends and the teachers and counselors in my high school. Looking back, they were some of the most incredible people I knew. So for this year, I'm just feeling a little down. There is a weight that's followed me as I approach this year. Not the extra 30 pounds I've suddenly found myself carrying, thank you, menopause. But the weight that comes with reaching an age that from a maternal standpoint, I never had a guide. I'm turning an age that my mother never turned. When she died at 49 years old, the clock stopped. Little did I realize that 35 years later, I would be sitting here in this place that feels all too familiar. I feel as though I'm that teenager again watching her be taken down the stairs on the stretcher. I remember my Nana opening the door that Friday after school, informing me that my mom wasn't talking to her. I remember having to call the ambulance. I remember when my dad called that night from Paris, having to hand the phone over to my mom's best friend because I couldn't find the words to say out loud, mom died. I've been dreaming about a night during my teenage years, probably close to my own son's age now, where I came down the stairs to find her crying at the kitchen table at two o'clock in the morning. These are memories that have been etched in my mind as my mother not only battled alcoholism, but passed away from complications of cirrhosis. I don't remember her voice. As incredible a woman she was, I have very few memories of her. I often say I never really had her. I don't remember having conversations with her. I remember her being very sad. Maybe that's the reason I often try to show my son more love than he probably even wants at 13 years old. 
probably why I jump at the chance to drive him pretty much any place he wants to go. Why I'll watch movies with him, even when I don't feel like it. I know these are all normal 13-year-old behaviors, but my hope is that one day he will look back and remember that his mom was always there, even when he didn't want me to be. It's funny, I actually used to listen to him when he told me he didn't want me to come to any of his games. But this year, I changed. I refused to listen. I showed up at every game I could, front and center, and every now and then, I'd catch him looking over at me. Those are the memories I hope he holds on to. That I was always there for him, even as annoying as I was. My sister recently gave me a picture of my mom holding me in a kiddie pool when I was little. A few days ago, she prayed for me that I could have the memories of how much my mother loved me. I don't remember any of this. We were on the phone on my way into work and I found myself literally sobbing as I imagined feeling such love from another human being. I hadn't remembered feeling that. But somehow my sister managed to open a portal into our childhood that brought back a wave of emotions. She said to me, I wish you could remember how much mom loved you. Something that I honestly hadn't thought about. It's a weird feeling. Almost as if my sister helped me to begin a process of healing that I never even imagined possible. I've begun to replace the visuals I've held all these years with this simple little picture of my mom holding me so affectionately. A feeling even one month ago I never could have imagined. Do any of you ever feel guilt being celebrated? I do. I don't know why. Even giving gifts, I'd much rather give gifts than receive them. But lately, I've been so overwhelmed with my own life that I'm certain I've missed birthdays, I've probably missed celebrations and moments that matter. And for that, I'm sorry. And sometimes I find it so hard to remember the day-to-day things I need to get done. It becomes very challenging being able to be in the moment. With that said, turning 50, it's an incredible privilege and a gift. Many in my life didn't know me when my mother died. Many don't know the trauma that I went through over the years before my mom passed away. Her battle with cirrhosis that finally took her life. The fact that I had to come home from school my sophomore year of high school to check on my mother who was pretty much bedridden. But never did I imagine she was going to die. She was just sick. Something she had been for quite some time leading up to her death that October in 1988. I'm sharing this for those out there that might one day go through what I'm feeling only to understand that this is all normal. I'm also sharing this so that those in my life might be able to understand what's happening. I'm sharing this so my husband can understand what's happening. When he asks me what I want to do for my birthday and I can't even get the words out simply because there's tears within my heart. At one point he asked me and I literally started crying. And it's not his fault. It's not my fault either. We often hear grief comes in waves. I've counseled many friends over the years as they've lost parents. And I'll often say it doesn't get better. It gets different. For some, they move on rather resiliently. For others, it's simply life-changing. What I'm processing right now, no one can truly prepare you for. As every woman is different. For those of my friends with whom lost their moms young, reached that age past her death, and carried on brilliantly, I applaud you, and hope to find that resilience sometime in the near future. For now, I'm taking it each day, 
upon waking after dreaming about a time she was still alive, desperately trying to find her voice in my childhood memory, holding on to those dear friends who treat me as unconditionally as they do their own family, and recognize that the ones who don't understand probably never will. That's okay. I pray for them that one day, when they experience such grief, they're able to reach back to those close to them and provide a level of support they so desperately sought out at some point in their own lives. And I'll always be here if you need it. To my motherless daughter network, I'm beyond thankful for your insight. The mere fact, what I've known to feel is normal for many of us who've lost so young, helps me to process the emotions that have come on so quickly. For those who might go through something similar in the future, always know I'm here with no judgment and a full heart. So as of April 24th, 2023, I will be living a year my mother never lived, and I'm going to make it count. Love to you all. So I wrote that the day before my 50th birthday. And a few weeks after my 50th birthday, I celebrated Mother's Day. Once again, I wasn't prepared for the emotions. I honestly kind of approached Mother's Day as I did every year. I just figured, you know, it's Mother's Day. I'm a mom. It's going to be great. We're going to be okay. And, you know, a lot of times in the years past, I've always approached Mother's Day in a very different light since becoming a mom. Most in my own life that day didn't even know because as the day progressed, I went through somewhat of a transformation. You know, since my mother died 35 years ago, I really have approached Mother's Day rather bittersweet, even, you know, like I said before, even after becoming a mom. I generally stay off social media, I keep to myself. I usually keep my circle even smaller than usual that day. I often reflect on my mom's life. I try to find ways to feel connected to her. I've also tried to find ways to find the blessings in such a loss after so many years. But this year I experienced something different that I didn't expect. I woke up feeling so incredibly lucky. Lucky to be alive. Lucky that I was experiencing a Mother's Day that my mom never got to experience. While I would often reflect on what my mom missed over the years since her passing, this year was different. This year, I changed. This year, I focused more on what I was able to do that she never got to do. On the morning of Mother's Day this year, I went to church. I sat in the pew next to my dear friend, and at one point, as I listened to the choir, I quietly sobbed as I looked up at the cross. I felt so close to my mom at that moment, closer than I had for decades. It was almost as though she was giving me that everything is going to be okay look, even as I often forget what she even looks like. I then came home to my son asking for a grilled cheese. Years passed, I might have thought, seriously, it's Mother's Day. I shouldn't have to cook. But you know what? I made his grilled cheese. And then we went for a drive. Why? Because we could. I could. My mom never drove me anywhere. She never learned how to drive. But I proudly drove my son around for as long as he wanted. Then I came home and I mulched my yard for four hours. I worked so hard edging, weeding, digging, 
spreading mulch. Why? Because I could. Because you know what? I was 50 years old, mulching my yard, making grilled cheese, driving around, going to church, all the things that my mom never got to do. For the first time on Mother's Day, I truly felt alive. It was incredible. Oh, and the next day, though, I literally couldn't move my arm. (laughs) Welcome to 50. I wanted to share this. For any of my motherless daughters out there, I honestly wasn't prepared for the emotions this year. You know, often on this day, I find myself feeling very isolated as I listen to many of my friends talk about their moms, what they're going to do, what their plans are. But this year, I felt purposeful. It was kind of cool in a weird way. So I've talked about how we've changed. I've changed. And finally, I've learned. The past few years, I have learned so much about myself and from so many of you. As I'm now on the other side of 50, I've absolutely changed even my perspective on so many aspects of my own life. I've been lucky to interview some incredible guests and share stories of inspiration and hopefully provide perspectives that maybe some of you never considered. I've learned so much along the way. And at the foundation of this entire experience, I actually learned something really important about myself. I don't want to do this alone anymore. So coming soon, I'm going to be welcoming a co-host and staying true to the foundation of the whole idea of perspective. My co-host will offer a very different perspective on the many topics that we're going to be discussing. We're going to revisit some of our older episodes. We're going to continue to bring on guests, but you know how I've always enjoyed talking about where we started out. I can't think of a more appropriate foundation for the next chapter of our podcast to have one of my former students joining us with her very own microphone. And when I say one of my former students that's going to be joining us on this podcast, stay tuned for our introduction very soon. Some point soon, we will be introducing our new co-host, and I could not be more excited to welcome her to Unpacking Perspectives. We are going to have an absolute blast unpacking conversations talking about perspectives, sharing insight from where she began to where I began and everything in between to where we are now. I couldn't be more excited. So get ready. We are going to laugh. It's not always going to be serious and deep like I've been throwing out these individual solo episodes. Because on the other side of 50, I want us to laugh. I want us to cry. I want us to have fun. I want us to share perspectives that will really, as I had hoped from the beginning, help you really think about, wow, I never thought of it that way. Because even I, at 50 years old, I'm learning from so many of you, and I'm thankful for that. So again, get ready for some laughs, and more importantly, some incredibly open-minded conversations. It's funny when I think back to when I started this podcast. As I said before, so much of my own life has changed. I've changed. I'm sure you've changed. So on behalf of everyone here at Unpacking Perspectives, stay tuned, everyone. Thanks for listening. Until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media. And if you haven't already, leave a rating and a review. To stay up to date on upcoming episodes, you can follow us on Instagram at Unpacking Perspectives and on Facebook at Unpacking Perspectives Podcast. Additionally, don't forget to visit my website at nmdcareers.com for more information about the podcast and my private practice. If you or someone you know needs support with any aspect of career exploration or transition, as a career counselor and board certified career coach, I'm available for one-on-one coaching sessions, group coaching, online workshops, and guest speaking events. Feel free to reach out with any questions, book a call, or even be a guest on our podcast. Thanks again, everyone. Don't forget, if you spend too much time thinking about the final destination, you might miss experiencing the journey. Thanks for listening to Unpacking Perspectives. Until next time.